In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, that I may proclaim your gospel worthily. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to the crowds, When you see a cloud looming up in the west, you say at once, that rain is coming, and so it does. And when the wind is from the south, you say, it'll be hot, and it is. Hypocrites, you know how to interpret the face of the earth and the sky. How is it that you do not know how to interpret these times? Why not judge for yourselves what is right? For example, when you go to court with your opponent, try to settle with him on the way, or he may drag you before the judge, and the judge hand you over to the bailiff, and the bailiff have you thrown into prison. I tell you, you will not get out till you have paid the very last penny. The Gospel of the Lord. Here we have two seemingly unrelated pieces of advice from our Lord. Just in case you are wondering what context unites the first part of the gospel with the second, wonder no longer. Imagine as if we are in the end times. Correction, we are in the end times. Today, Jesus takes the common phenomena of the farmer reading the sky to forecast the weather. In Palestine, the wind from the west came from the Mediterranean and so brought rain. The south wind blew from the desert and so brought hot weather. Jesus asks his listeners, If they are so good at reading the weather signs, why are they not equally good at reading the signs that are taking place before their very eyes? They are now in a messianic age, the end times. Our Lord has been performing one sign after another through the power of his teaching and the authority that he brings through the healing of the sick, the feeding of the hungry, the calming of storms, the liberating of people from evil forces. The signs are all there, and they all point to the Messiah. They point to him. Yet they do not seem to be able to see the clear hand of God in what he does. Some follow him out of curiosity. Others tag along because they wish to get something out of him. <clears throat> Others tail him in order to spy on him and to catch him when he makes the wrong move. Then our Lord seems to swiftly change the topic to one of judgment and reconciliation. He urges them to solve issues here and now instead of dragging their opponents to court only to find themselves losing the case and ending up in jail. In other words, take action now before it's too late. But here in the context of the last days and end times, both pieces of advice take on a more ominous tone. In the Sermon on the Mount of the Gospel of St. Matthew, Jesus admonished the people to make things right with others as soon as possible. Otherwise, they might get dragged into court and be judged. And at that point, it will be too late to make things right. It would appear that St. Luke is repeating that passage here. At one level, that is true. But St. Luke is also taking the argument to a much 
higher level. Here he is not talking about our relationships with others, but with God. Here is when the first and the second part of the gospel comes together. By not recognizing the presence of God before them, that Jesus is indeed the Messiah, the Son of God, these people were putting themselves at odds with God and were very real danger of judgment. How about you? Have you made your peace with God? Do you not recognize the signs in your life? If you have discerned this, then make your peace with God now, because if you don't, judgment is coming. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen.